Welcome to Bee's Company, your beekeeper podcast, and the only way you could ever hang out with the three of us. I'm Wally, alongside the two greatest musicians in the entire world, Allie Levine and Dylan Marks. How you guys doing? Great. Thanks for Great. having us. Me. Thanks for having us on our podcast. So happy to be here with you guys. We had a fun start here, getting all our equipment <laughs> set up. Um, I just ruined everything. Fans of the podcast will see that I am in a different location here. I am currently broadcasting from my office. Um, and uh, that's it. <laughs> broadcasting office. from the office. We are broadcasters, technically, beekeeper. We have an RSS feed that makes us broadcasters. Mm. Yeah, and also, Allie's abroad. Hmm. Also, <laughs> I'm I'm getting a little broader these days. <laughs> nice. So I'm certainly yeah. casting that broadness. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Amps have casters, you know. It, it's all it's sure. all full circle, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. But uh, I, I'm I mean I'm sure the the listeners know maybe some don't, but Wally, you work for sound over at Sony. And that's the premises where that. you've been working on the new Beekeeper album. Uh, yeah, I work for PlayStation, technically. Subsidiary okay. of Sony. Um, but okay. yeah, I work okay. for PlayStation. This is my office uh, here uh, in uh, Sorrento Valley in San Diego. <laughs> and uh, yes, I've been very lucky to be able to use uh, my office here and the mix room um, on site to mix our new album, Blazing Star. Um, and, uh, I sent you guys some, some, uh, uh, what do you call them? Prints? Bounces? What do we like to call them? Tracks? A mix of the album? Mixes, yes. Sent you guys some mixes. But, um, I already got new ones, so throw those those out the window. I'm so curious to hear the new ones. I, I imagine the, the room that you, like, mix in, like the sound room or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. I imagine it looks like, like the fleet of like the Star Trek, <laughs> like I don't know what to call that ship, but you know, like with yeah, just like giant ornate. Thing. I don't, I don't know. Like I just imagine just some crazy thing. Yeah, it's got a a, a spaceship bridge sort of vibe, uh, for sure. <laughs> uh, honestly, I do a lot of work right here in this room. Um, I have uh, similar brand speakers. Um, and uh, I've come to know this room pretty well. Um, it's also just faster for me to be able to to work on stuff here in the mix room. It takes a while to get it all hooked up and stuff. Anyways, uh, yeah, some some great music to come with our new album, Blazing Star. We also just spent some time working on the artwork, which we're very excited about. Yeah, it's looking very primo these days. Yeah. Lots it's of exciting. exciting news in the beekeeper camp. Yeah. Uh, uh, b- 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 Can I say some, some things about the mix? Yes. Uh, you want to jump right into to, to mix crits, Dylan? Oh, we're doing that here right now? <laughs> That's what he said. He's like, can I say no, some stuff about the I, No, I, I, just, I, I just, it sounds really, really good. Yeah. Um, you know, like pretty much big picture. I have like tiny little... Things, but if it literally was out how I already heard it, I'd be stoked, you know. So it sounds really cool, um, and it, it just made me really excited. Cool, yeah, 
Yeah, I uh, work on it every chance that I can, um, you know, in and around various obligations. Um, but uh, I always get stoked on it as I listen to it. I always get stoked. Um, but uh, yeah, some some adjustments I've made recently. I think the next iteration, you, you'll be even more stokeder. Ooh. Yes. Well. <laughs> Hit it, Allie. Well, well, I have like specific things I wanted to ask since you do have a new one, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. So. I mean, you can ask. We can always chop this part out. Okay. If well, I start crying. Well, no, it was. <laughs> I, I and I actually needed to listen to it again with headphones because mm-hmm. I've just been listening to it on speaker. And okay. also, like, uh, since it doesn't like fl- they don't flow into each other. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what did I have? Jonathan going into Blazing Star, or no, was it? I forgot what my order was. I played it today. Oh, I see. I whatever, what, whatever it was when I you had Jonathan into Choke Zone. Okay, Choke Zone into Blazing Star, right? Yeah. The yeah. Uh, um, the level of the guitar of Blazing Star sounded very quiet, like comparatively. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Yes. So that was the only. Thing, like the only major thing and then just little things that we could discuss it's more of like a taste taste kind of thing sure or my, or my other notes totally I also have a new order uh, so I also have a new order yeah I'm really stoked on my new one me too <laughs> oh no <laughs> I was kind of growing more fond of uh, the first y- your order, Wally. But oh, okay. I'm well, interested in hearing the other ones because I, yeah. I, yeah, did have some ideas. Um, Wait, can I yeah, just I sh- ask I- what the first and last are of your new orders? It's <laughs> if you want. I mean, I feel like I mean, it's sure. I mean, the the first one is predictable, as in pre. Predictable, yeah. Predestination, <laughs> but also um, bring her last, out, Johnny. <laughs> my last one is less predictable. I'll give you guys each one guess what my last song is. A guess with no hints, with zero hints, other than it's not predestination. Guest of honor. Both of you are wrong. The answer is Blazing Star. Now bear with me here. I mean, <laughs> we. Kind of we had talked it. about it. I know uh, Dylan in particular was was not a huge fan of Blazing Star Last, but of any of the songs, that's the one that has, if any of them have an amazing ending crescendo and like, you know, uh, uh, release of tension, it's Blazing mm-hmm. Star. So, I mean, a lot of it has to do with other like logistic things, but also that was the one that I was like, if I was going to choose one that has the best ending to this record, I was like, this is this is the song. Uh, but there's other reasons why I think it actually flows really well, which is in part because of the other the other choices that I made. But we don't have to discuss that now if you don't want. Very interesting, though. Yeah, I find that interesting. very interesting. What, what about, about you, yours, Dylan? Dylan? Um, I mean, m- my I mean. I guess mine was like a smaller th- uh, change. I still have predestination first and uh, the be- 
the beasts we are last. <laughs> Let me just uh, wet, wet my whistle. Um, but I was really pretty much what helped me was that I stopped thinking about it in sides and I really just thought about it as like a nine track album because the side bullshit, I mean, sure that's important, but like bullshit, it, 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 it it was becoming (laughs) bullshit in my brain. Whoops. And, you know, not letting me sort of think clearly. So I started just thinking about it as a nine track album. Mm-hmm. And that really helped. And I got mm-hmm. really stoked on my, which then after I forgot about the sides, then made my order. Mm-hmm. Then once I looked at how those sides would work, then mm-hmm. I was even more stoked. But cool. I'll just say I have my back half of the record, Blazing Star, Leech, Jonathan Beasts. And I was like, I think Jonathan is a second to last song is really cool. Should I just tell you? Should we just tell each other what they are right now? (laughs) (laughs) Allie. Um, Well, that's interesting. I mean, I'll say this. I have three of the same songs on that second side, but in a different order. Mm. I hate hate it. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fine. You're not going to eat it? No, I actually need this. Yeah, this is all premature anyways. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And anyone listening doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> One day they will. If they go back once the album is released and listen to this. That's have true. Wonderful, wonderful morsels to chew on. Wonderful yeah. morsels. Wonderful yeah. morsels to chew on. <laughs> um, cool. Very cool. Um, and and also just really quickly, I know we're not going to reveal the art, but Mm -hmm. just to talk about it for a second, I'm really excited about it because I believe that we've all finally arrived at a place where the aesthetics and the meaning and the, you know, and the colors and the, you know, like everything is finally like something that we're all really, really happy with, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and that I'm really happy with, so I'm just very excited for that too. Yeah, that, I mean, two-year process on this artwork, something like that, from the initial versioning to current iteration. It's it maybe no no, no longer right because it's pre-pandemic. No, I, I don't know. No, I um, oh, was it was it was it mid-demic? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> Well, it is really interesting because it's like I, the fact that we're so particular in our attention to detail and everything. It just it, to me, it it's worth it in the end when we land on something that we're like, yes, okay, now we're we're all feeling it. Yeah, I mean, we pretty much didn't we do that for slaves? To to a point. <laughs> so you lied <laughs> to a degree. Well, with with slaves, it was different because we had no sort of, uh, you know, previous bar to hit. It was our it was our debut album, um, and um, yeah, it, it was a little different. I mean, there's so much I would do different now about the slaves artwork, but I mean, I love it. It's iconic, clearly. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Well, well, well. Mark it's iconic your, because mark of your the calendars, music. everyone. 
Yeah. It's iconic because of the music, really. Uh, um, yeah. I was going to say we hit up the original artist for Blazing Star. Blazing Star. Uh, <laughs> November 15th, 2020. Uh-huh. Okay. So a year and a half. Still, still, still a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, a year and a half. So, but we didn't time. get yeah time, and multiple artists it took to get to where we're at, and yeah. all of our inputs and, um, you know we we did what we're doing right here for the listener with our with our zooms or or our video chats. But I would share my screen, we would pull Photoshop up, and I would make adjustments in real time uh, until we were all satisfied. Satisfied. Yeah, and and for the and for the listener or viewer, who <laughs> do your best impression of that? Oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, Ali, you don't good. have to lean into the mic to do the impression. I wasn't trying to. The mic just happens to be right in front of my face. Okay, like, yeah. here we go. I, I don't, nice. I don't know. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Well. Um, I just watched Face Off. Yes. Well, not okay. just, but a couple, maybe a month ago. So you watched Face Off. I don't get it. Because <laughs> throughout the whole movie, he's like, he's like, I'm going to take his face oh, yeah. <laughs> off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it face colon off or is it face slash? I think it's slash. slash. Is it slash? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I think there's like a scalpel in between. The, of course there is. Yeah. Scalpel. I think, <laughs> I think <laughs> it's actually just face off with no symbols, but just yeah. on the thing it's... Yeah. Uh, it's face slash off. Oh, really? Yes. Well, 1997 well, well. action thriller, two hours and 18 minutes. You know, I could eat a peach for hours. It's <laughs> a great Too line bad. from that movie. The... Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, it is. The funniest thing about that movie is, well, not to spoil it for anyone, but, you know, the the face waterfall? Yes. Is yes. that, that's like a character defining, like, uh, not attribute, but. Tendency. Affectation. Yeah, yeah. Habit. Sure. Yeah, something that he does so you, that you know it's him. <laughs> Only like, John Travolta would do that. Yeah. That's so but yeah, well, that's just p- part of the pan the, the greater pantheon of just weird movie face touching. You know but, what I mean? Like, but in that movie, they were like, "Okay, how how do we make it? How do we make the audience know that it's still <laughs> yeah, him?" Yeah. yeah. But when it's not him. Yeah. It's like, oh, the, the this movement, the this move. <laughs> Dylan, what what else in the pantheon of of great f- cinema face touches? I got one. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hit it. Hit it. Dylan hit it. thoughts. Wait, wait. <laughs> Sorry. Please, please go ahead, Dylan. Please have the floor. Uh, I mean, I don't. Well, the thing is, I feel like it's so ubiquitous. I don't even have an example. It's just like in every movie where there's like a tense situation, the person like grabs their face like this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're going to get through this. 
like we're like we're gonna survive, and they're like, you know, <laughs> right. Just pay attention. Like, just next time yeah. you watch something, just look at it, and everyone's fucking grabbing each other's faces. Yeah. I'll be like, get your fucking fingers. Everyone. Off yeah. If you watch everyone's the movie, doing it. If you watch the movie Home Alone, you might see someone touch their face. Well, he except you know, <laughs> but he's, he's touching his own movie. face. Yeah, does that not count? Uh, Still a face touch. Uh, 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 <laughs> I don't think that counts. What? I think it's some someone no, touching. It doesn't count. <laughs> no, we're talking what? about we're talking about someone oh. touching another's face. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, the other one that I had is uh, also someone touching their own face, which is uh, in Days and Confused. That kid keeps touching his, the bridge of his nose. You remember that? You seen that movie? Not in a while. Is that the, the like, one with? With uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yes. And so there's a lot yeah. of like intersecting stories and stuff, but the the main kid who I don't think has been in anything else except for that movie, who has long hair, it, it, and I think it might have been the only movie he ever did. He keeps Justin going, oh. Bartha. <sighs> no, not Justin Bartha. Is it Justin Bartha? Oh. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, he would always go. <sighs> Anyways. Face touches. Oh. How big is your monitor in front of you? Or I guess it's a computer, right? Um, well, yeah, monitor, yeah, yeah. You literally, Wally. You literally look like you're like looking. All around <laughs> <the room. laughs> okay, I'll say, I'll say, there's, I say, I say, there's a uh, <laughs> video monitor here, 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 and a TV there. Wow. Wow. Also, also what do you think about these? So look at pro. that. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't notice. It looks like an Angry Bird. <laughs> is it an angry it does a little bit look like an I, angry I don't bird. know that's all I, I literally that, can't wear this shirt anymore because it makes um, you sweat because I because no then makes you sweat clear makes you sweat yeah it makes who me cares sweat. It makes me sweat. you're human I'm self-conscious oh we're human but also should, no, should none of us it. knew you were doing you were doing that until you told us yeah because he's holding his arms down out his side oh so tightly. I see I'm like this the whole time <laughs> You're just like, I hope so they don't funny. bring up the YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like face touches. Like <laughs> I planned hours ago to bring this up. <laughs> See, I'm going to mainly stick to T-Rex, you know, jokes and, and things like that. That's great. You're like the monitor up there. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a TV there, monitor there, monitor there, monitor here. And then my speakers are way up there. I <laughs> uh, went into town. Mike was going to buy a motorcycle, but then he didn't. So, did some errands. Aren't you about to like drive to Tennessee? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do that. So... Well, yeah. well, well. <laughs> yeah, because it's. I think it's gonna take a really long time, and I don't know. It's a tentative plan. Cool. So, uh, what's, what's the town like? Um, it's it's like an hour and a half away. It's mm. uh, Coeur d'Alene. Is it? S- it's sm- big. Snowy. Snowy. No, it's like springtime okay. now. Oh. 
Yeah, it's so crazy. Springtime with a wounded hand. All I can think of is springtime for Hitler because I just watched Mm. the producers. Oh, that's (laughs) such a great movie. The original or the or the Nathan Lane? The Nathan Lane. Yeah. I had all the songs stuck in my head for so long, like weeks. Like keep it gay, keep it gay, keep it gay. Have you guys (laughs) seen that? I've watched that movie with you. Yeah, I, I know you've seen it. I was pretty much asking Wally. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is no. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, I, I don't know why yeah, I've never really seen good. it. I, 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 it seems pretty wild that I, I, and I love Mel Brooks and Nathan Lane, and I yeah. haven't seen it by now for sure. It's I did good. just watch uh, The Birdcage, which I enjoyed. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, is that where like the gay person pretends to be straight? Yes, several gay people pretend to be straight. Right, with like Robin Williams. Yes, and Hank Azaria. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, 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 man, I've thought of that movie forever. I need to rewatch that. I remember liking that, but I can't remember a thing about yeah. it except for that. It's great. There's some stuff that hasn't aged super well, but overall, it's a classic. Sweet. Yeah. Mel Brooks is one of those people I would be like, I will do whatever you want for as long as you need me to do that. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in. Just in general? <laughs> I mean, hopefully, it, hopefully <laughs> in terms long. of making move, you know, like making something cool, but I just, right. you know, yeah, if you he's mean, like cool. Like a creative thing or just like, hey, can you. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not an actor move? or something, but I would just be like, <laughs> no, whatever you want. Well, because, yeah. you know, it's like Stanley Kubrick. Like, you know, when I, I he don't, made... I, I don't know. Are you talking about acting? You're talking about acting, right? Yes. I mean, I'm okay, not an okay. actor. Yeah, we but get if, that. For instance, we know he you're needed, not an actor. Well, but also, oh, like... Don't tell no, but, yourself short. You're an actor. But, but also... <laughs> thanks, Wally. But the producers is a musical. If, I, if he needed me to play drums or something, I don't know. I'm just mm. saying... I'm just saying whatever... whatever like if I was if I got to somehow do something with Mel Brooks, I'd be like, I'm in. Like whatever you want to do, I'll do. Yeah, I think that's uh, pretty <laughs> obvious. Cool. <laughs> well, I think it's great, Dylan. I think you should be in a Mel Brooks movie production. Uh, well, it's just like <laughs> would you ever oh, go this, to Broadway? This huge, Dylan? this huge producer, writer, director, like. Uh-huh. I I do anything. Well, I, yeah. I, I, I I I mean it in the way of Stanley Kubrick, for instance, would need years and years of his actors' time. For instance, when he made uh, the, the what's it, what was his last movie? Eyes, Eyes Wide, Wide Shut. Shut. It took up like Tom Cruise for like three and a half years. Mm-hmm. They literally had to like, he had to like cancel or like postpone movies for like years because mm-hmm. you you know just like just to work with him and you know sometimes like making movies that you know you hear is, is absolute hell or whatever yeah so there it's not like anyone I would be like cool whatever you want to do it's like would you would you give up four years of your life to make like Sharknado three are like, you no. serious I'm just saying like he's <laughs> one of the you know he he's you you'd be making so much money. 
It's not if about the you, money, Allie. It's about the artistic expression, the collaboration. Yeah. I'm just saying like, it's like he, would you he's do one this of those job, people like Would you take this job for $10 million for four years of your time? It's like, yeah. Yeah, I would. But also Stanley Kubrick notoriously- uh, Underpaid. Really, <laughs> yeah. Well, but he also really um, uh, tried to like uh, create a rift between Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman who were married- uh, at the time mm. of filming that movie, and but he wanted them to ha- like he sowed seeds of like jealousy and all kinds of stuff between them to try and like have that translate into the film. And that was something that Kubrick did like with The Shining and stuff. Like yeah, you know he he broke Shelley Duvall, which is like really shitty. You don't have to do that. Um, but to Dylan's <laughs> point, it's like I assume Mel Brooks is uh, running a pretty pretty light production in comparison. Um, yeah. So I would understand Dylan's point. You know. Do you guys want to hear a crazy story? Sure. Sure. All right. So I'm driving uh, to my teaching job on San Ysidro or in San Ysidro. I'm on the 805. And like my eye literally right now is also like is twitching like that. So my eye is twitching and I'm like going like this. And I'm like driving and my eyes like twitching. And then for like one instant, I just like look at myself in the rear view mirror to like just see if I could like see if my eyes like weird. <laughs> and then I look back in the road and there's a bunch of shit in the middle of the road, like on the freeway. And everyone's already gotten out of the oh way because no. they saw it coming. <laughs> oh no. And it's... It, I pretty much like, luckily it wasn't anything too bad, but it was like a huge thing of chicken wire that was like rolled up, but like a (laughs) huge thing and a bunch of white, like foam or something. So that doesn't sound too bad. If you hit that though, the, 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 the chicken wire was like really big. It literally looked like it was like 50 feet of like a chicken wire fence, like rolled. Like it was like a giant, like a giant, you know, it was like this. Yeah. Anyways, I looked down and I'm like, holy shit. And also I didn't, at the time, I didn't know what the white thing was. I don't know if it was like a couch or something because it was so quick. And I pretty much only had time to be like, fuck. And I just went straight over the chicken wire thing. And my car literally was like, and I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like so worried because also my car has like over 300,000 miles. And... Uh, you didn't want your like it hit my car like really hard, and I was hoped like I didn't like was gonna like pop a tire or something, and then I like went through the white thing where at the time I didn't know what it was, so I'm literally just like (laughs) ah like am I about to hit something bad? You know what I mean? And then I I went through and it was fucking scary. I just imagine like a wall of foam and your entire car like goes through. (laughs) No, it was like like almost like a sheet of like drywall or something. It was like it was like insulation. It was like insulation or something. But anyways, so my exit was like a couple miles later. So I drove down and I got off the freeway. And then when I was going slowly and I opened my windows, literally my car was like. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my fucking God. So I pull over and I look underneath my car and thank God. But it was literally just my like plastic 
I don't know, like not heat shield or like whatever it is, but just that fucking shield was just literally cracked in half. So both sides were just dragging on the floor. Like, <sighs> so I sort of like tugged on it and tried to like rip it off or something for a bit. And then I stand up and I go, all right, this is fine. I'll go to my work and I'll get like a knife or scissors or something. And, um, I like stand up and I go to walk back into my car and there's like a weird manhole that was like the cover was like off the thing and I like stepped on it and I like rolled my ankle <laughs> as I fucking was trying to get back into my car. And luckily it wasn't bad at all. Like I literally, I have good reflexes for that and my knee just sort of buckled so I didn't put any pressure on it. You know what I mean? And it was actually fine, but just for, like an hour I was like fuck but like all these things yeah. happened in a row and then I got to work and I was like a bunch of shit just happened <laughs> kids <Wait. Okay. laughs> wow yeah gosh skid plate isn't it underneath mm -hmm. yeah. skid well, plate yeah. a song right. title sure Hannah's <laughs> high Man, that's a crazy story. Glad you're okay, Dylan. That's uh Thanks. Sounds scary. I guess that's the important thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the skip play don't make you go. Oh my god. I didn't mean Am I right? The skid plate don't make it go. Am I wrong? I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I think he means that the car will still drive without a skid plate. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> until something, you know, until you run over a bunch of chicken wire when you don't have a skid plate and then it thrashes your car's internal organs. No, I'm just still not going to look at the mirror even if my eye's twitching next time. Not going to do it. But it's so scary, you know, it's just, it's all it takes, folks. Yeah. Just a quick second. Absolutely. <laughs> That's like the time that, uh, before it was illegal to use your mm -hmm. cell phone in your car, <clears throat> I had my cell phone out and I dropped it uh, and it like landed in the passenger seat floor and um, I was in, I was going 15 south in like bumper to bumper traffic. So I was like not going that fast. Um, so I leaned down to grab it and then looked up and then connected with the back of a DHL van. And uh, I've, I've, I've done yeah. that. Except I've literally time, done that. It destroyed my car. And um, I, my car was now stuck. Like, I was that guy who was about to ruin everyone's commute for the rest of the day. Um, and uh, I was like panicking. And then this guy comes up to my window in traffic. And he's like, hey, put your car in neutral. I've got a semi. I'm going to bump you to the side of the road. I was like, okay. And so I put my car in neutral and he positioned his like 18 wheeler or whatever behind me and literally bonked my car to the shoulder and That's saved nice. everyone's day. <laughs> but the car was totaled and I think I sold it to some like ecology or something for like $400. It was so sad. <laughs> wow. That's good. Was not good. It was a nice car, uh, I, and I it was sad that it was destroyed. I, I sold my Mercedes wagon that the front was all fucked up for like 150 bucks, and 
to scrap it just for the steel, I could have got like almost a thousand dollars probably. Wow. What a steal. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that car. Oh. Yeah. I like how you like uh fuck. I can't think of the word when you like preface something to to ensure that you're not like breaking the law. You were like before the using the <laughs> cell phone in the car. What is that called? Oh my god, great catch. <laughs> what is that called? Uh habeas Fear? corpus? No. Um w- what did you say, Dylan? <laughs> I said fear. <laughs> not exonerate. Uh like um I mean, it's sort of like exonerate. I mean, exculpatory. I don't know, but yeah, like oh, like you don't use your cell phone when you drive now. Yeah, I know. I I, I just brought it up to, <laughs> to to frame it a little bit in terms of what the era was. Yeah, it wasn't well, to protect I, my uh, innocence. I did that after it became illegal to use your rebel. Cell phone. No, but in Idaho, you can text on your phone and talk on your phone in the car. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was a federal thing. No, it's state. <laughs> and you can drive drunk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it didn't come. It didn't come down from on high that uh, talking to yourself on high. Bad. No, it's per state. Hi, hi, hi. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's a state thing. Hmm. But I I it's did look up thing. like bye, 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 bye. the like the open container law in different states and some something that came up was like it technically is federal but mm. different states have their own laws. Right, like the um uh BAC, right? The blood alcohol content, the percentage is different state to state on what's a DUI. I don't know. Yep, it is. Yeah. <laughs> is this been... Is this slipping? Am I slipping? You slipping. Anyways. Any way you want it, that's the way. Dylan, what'd you do today? He just said... Did he? Was that today? Your <laughs> you, crazy you story? Today he ran over all that shit and then just happened to have the podcast? No, that was like... Um, He's been saving that days. up for that was, podcast That was a few juice. days ago. Um, no, today I was uh, bartending. I was there for brunch. Um, and tomorrow I'm working a double now, mm. which is cool. And I worked a double last week, which I literally worked from noon to midnight. Damn. I I mean I I took an I clocked out for an hour in the middle for like a break. Look at Dylan. I know, I know, I know that's. Breaks. I know that's the most. I know that's what you guys are very worried about. I am worried. I was going to ask if you took a break. You were too, Allie. How dare you? <laughs> Roll back tape. Uh, well, um, I am glad that you're at least. Do you eat, Dylan? And, and, uh, when you're at work? Yeah. Well, yes, Wally. I actually do manage to. Are you eat. getting yes, enough? I, I'm not. Uh, I'm looking out for you. I appreciate it. Yes, yeah. Wally. <laughs> Well, what do you eat, fucker? <laughs> when? In general? Mean? Yeah, all the time. What do you eat? What do you eat these days? <laughs> Dylan and, I have, I, Dylan and I have had these conversations. <laughs> what do you eat when you take your break at work? Uh, well, I've only ever 
worked one double. So literally on that break, I went to Chiefs. Was that? And I got a. It's a sports bar down the road that I've been going to since two thousand like three. It's the best burgers ever. I love it. Wow, ever. Yeah, I I really do think so. It's I've been going there like. I, I, I do also eat at my restaurant. My restaurant has amazing food, mm-hmm. but I was like there all day and I kind of wanted to get out. And this is more just like a sports bar, like burger and fries thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it was great. Cause also, you know, what's annoying is that on all my shifts, I wish I'm there from like the beginning because every time I arrive, I feel like I'm like behind the eight ball and there's all these things I got to do to like catch up. So it's like, I'm working all day. And I'm like mm-hmm. hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. So then, then it's just nice to just go to Chiefs and eat a burger and fries and a beer and chill yeah. out and come back. You know what I mean? That midday beer is clutch. MDP. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yesterday at work, uh, we had uh, like breakfast potluck. And uh, everyone brought in uh, a bunch of food. Someone was making crepes. Um, it was like vegan eggs, regular eggs, um, just a bunch of stuff. And then like halfway through the day, uh, my buddy had like opened a bottle of whiskey and then <laughs> another guy opened another bottle of whiskey. And so I had like work? all this at work. So I had like all this food and then like a, like a three o'clock like round of whiskey. And I was Damn. exhausted. <laughs> I was so tired. Yeah. Cranky last night. <laughs> drinking in the middle of the day, drinking during the day in general is not something that I'm very good at. I want to be good at it. I'm not. For me, it's like, unless you're having like one little thing, mm-hmm. you have to like be like, all right, I, I must not have things to do later. Right. Because I'm going to be tired as fuck. Yeah. I could do one beer, but if I go to two beers, game over. Because <laughs> that's a day ruiner for me. Uh, should we take a break? We'll be right back with another episode of uh, <laughs> another <yeah>. episode <laughs> with more next more week on next week on Bee's Company. We'll be right back with Bee's Company. Uh, we interrupt this uh, episode of Bee's Company for a quick fermenter minute and fermenter. And go. we have written, we have written seven songs now, That's right. and we are stepping upon the precipice of opening up a whole new world of jamming and songwriting and performing. Mm-hmm. And yep. um, and May twenty eighth, we have a show uh, with Malison uh, at the Tiltu in San Diego. Um, with Solar Haze and Mortar, who I'm really excited to play with. I think they might also be a two-piece, um, so that should be cool. Uh, what else? It's uh, Malison's. It's Malison's um, tour kickoff. Yeah. Also, we're we got some video ideas in the works. Uh, we got ten seconds. What else? Uh, Fermenter uh, bands. Oh, I didn't com. realize it was actually a minute. Uh, Five seconds. Fermenterband.com. Fermenter, 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 fermenter. Okay, that's a minute. I didn't realize. <laughs> sorry, I missed the part where you were timing it. I said, and go. And then you started talking perfectly. 
Well, also, actually, no, actually, I was talking, and then all of a sudden you went and go. And oh, I, I like, think maybe because of the delay. <laughs> Here's one for the for the fans. Hey, everyone. Wally from Beekeeper here. Taking a quick second to remind you to check out beekeepermetal.com, where you can stream our album, Slaves to the Nothing, or you can buy any of our wonderful merch, such as our Slaves to the Nothing cassette, Slaves to the Nothing vinyl, Slaves to the Nothing CD, and we also have packages you can get with the CD and our Bee Babe shirts. We got full color Bee Babe shirts, we got black and white Bee Babe shirts. We also have our original uh, BK t-shirt designed by moi, and our new Beefame design, full color, very cool. So go to beekeepermetal.com and get your Beekeeper merch today. Can I just hold my Can I just hold my mic? Sure. Okay. Oh, it sounds so much better. I love it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is the the vocals for the third album. (laughs) (laughs) Take the world by (laughs) That's how I imagined choke zone in the middle oh yeah yeah. and we're back to beast company thanks so much for returning from break you too and the listeners (laughs) (laughs) that was great (laughs) but that's also that that makes me think of a great thing which is Great. Interesting choice, which is the band that chooses to talk to the crowd Ugh. in the death metal voice <laughs> when they're like, thanks for coming out tonight. You know, it's like, like, and, and like, that's a lot of bands. It's or death most metal bands, bands, I'd say. Yeah. But, but I don't know if, well, if you know what you're talking about, but I once played with a band where the guy like went on and on and like, thanks for coming out tonight. You know, it's really great being back here. Like and like like he like fucking went on and on yeah. in his voice and I was like Jesus man like maybe that's how he sounds. Give yourself a break. Yeah. yeah. Here's a Kit Kat. I mean there is there is the other side which is the like, you know, you play your song you're like Roar, and you're like thank you. You know, so there's like there's somewhere in the middle that you're trying to get to that's not too too dinky after the brutal but also not just continuing. Like, it's not like you continue to sing, you know, it's like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's great to be back. You guys are animals. I like that. <laughs> you guys are fucking animals. Fucking, fucking animals. animals. Fucking animals. <laughs> Colorado Springs. Oh, no. I was going to bring that up because we're talking about day drinking. Oh, yeah, but that wasn't day drinking. That day was drinking. Night, night drinking. And I drank. That was high night. altitude drinking. <laughs> I mean, we technically got there in the day. So? <laughs> okay. We didn't drink in the day. <laughs> why, why? I, think, I think you did. I think you did. You started drinking in the day. We didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Allie, stop this. Stop this right oh, now. No, I did it. <laughs> One time uh, in uh, my Judaica class, Dylan. Pretty much. 
<laughs> Might just as, as well bad. Band camp. <laughs> it's worse than band camp. Um, but uh, I had like a sandwich that I had brought for lunch that I hadn't eaten yet and I wanted to eat it. And so I was like trying to sneak like bites, you know, at my desk. And uh, the teacher was like, stop that, you know. Uh, and so then a little while later, I was like, can I go to the bathroom? She's like, okay. And so I like held the sandwich like next to my thigh to like hide it as I like left the room, you know. How, how old are you? Uh, right now? Fifth grade? I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, fifth, I am okay, 37 grade, right grade. now telling a story from fifth grade. Um, but uh, so as I'm about to leave, she's like, wait, wait, wait. And I was like, yeah. And I like throw the sandwich like in its bag, like down the thing. And uh, she like confronts me about it in front of the whole class. And I'm like, I did it. I wasn't. I'm like crying and like just like trying to sell the lie with like the emotion. You oh, know what I mean? Oh my God. And eventually she just like sent me the principal. It was just like, it was so bad. How old were you? I hate you. I was 30 years old. <laughs> it was last year. It was last week. Is that is that what fifth grade is? Are you ten in fifth grade? How does it work? Yeah, yeah I think so. Ten turning How does eleven. Work? Okay. Give or take. Pardon me. Oh, but uh, Wally, that reminds funny. me of a great story of yours. But the thing is, is that even though it's a story of yours, I feel like that's like humanity's story because it's, I, I, I relate to it on such a primal <laughs> level, but what tell this, it? tell the story of when you went to the, like where you saw like a geode at your dad's work. Oh, oh okay. That's, so like that okay, was this is such yeah, an amazing yeah, yeah. story. So, so, so what it was, was I was at my dad's work, like for the day, you know, it's like, instead of daycare, he just like brought me to his work. Um, How old were you? And so, uh, probably around the same age, I would guess. 10 years old? Yeah, probably 10 or 11, something something in there. Okay. Does that change your perspective on the story, Dylan? I feel like I remember you were slightly younger, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't I, matter. Maybe I was. I, I, I honestly can't remember. How, yeah, it um, doesn't matter how I remember the story. Yeah, but uh, Dylan, you know the area well, well because it was in the Loma Santa Fe, like, uh, complex yeah. or whatever in that back corner. Uh, <laughs> my dad had a had a company called Sofa Biz, and um, he brought me there to, to, to so be good. there for the day. And uh, you know, I'm a kid. I'm bored. I'm wandering. He let he lets me wander around the the area, you know. And literally, like right next door, maybe just the next uh, storefront over, was a teacher's supply store. And uh, so I would go in there because there was like teacher toys. You know what I mean, like just like educational toys and stuff. And one of the things that they had there were these uh, just rocks like this big. And per the description, you could smash them open and there'd be a little geode inside. Uh, and at the time I was pretty into minerals. I had like a little mineral collection. I was like, this is cool. <laughs> and I pocketed one. And I left, oh. and I was like, I made it. I got out of there. No one ever knew. And I was like, this is a, turned out to be a good day. And uh, I go back to my dad's office, and I'm just like, hey, dad, uh, do you have a hammer? And he was like, what do you want a hammer for? I, like, I, found, I found this rock, and I just I feel like there's going to be a geode in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> And he was just like, what, what do you mean you think there's going to be a geode? I was just like, I'm 99% sure there's going to be a geode in here. Just humor me. Let's smash it with a hammer. 
And he was like, uh, where'd you find it? I was like, outside? He's like, show me where. <laughs> and I was just like, uh... Anyways, like, my, my memory kind of gaps right there, but next thing I know... We're back at the store. Yeah. And he's <laughs> having me tell them that I took it, oh. and I have to sort of like, you know, ask for forgiveness from the from the clerk. And we never got to smash it. And now my dad knew that I stole and lied to him. And I never got so my good. Yeah, yeah. I never got oh. my fulfillment of the smashing of the geode until many years later. Um, Lauren and I went to uh, Julian. Wow, that's a and we lot found of years. Many, later. many years, decades later. I did not realize huge... this story had a yes. had this tale. Yes. We have a full circle ending, which is found a huge uh, rock at a mineral store there mm. on the strip in Julian. That was like it might have a geode inside. You can smash it and find out. And we smashed it, and it didn't have a geode. Inside. Oh, it did have like a cool <laughs> mineral, but it wasn't a geode. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you found it like while hiking in Julian. And I, no, I was one day. Gonna, I hope to. I hope to. I don't even think if I <laughs> like came across a geode, you know, like in a rock or whatever, I would even know. I you mean, know? yeah, you, you. there would be really no way, I think, to well, the, unless you're a geologist. Well, well, you, well, you know what's funny is I've always thought to myself like, yeah, I wouldn't know... If it was a geode either. But then whenever you look at a geode, whenever you look at the other side, like it has a very specific look. So then I think to myself, it's like, well, if I honestly, it's like, this is kind of an easy to remember like surface. Like I bet if I saw this, maybe I would remember. I don't know. But also I just, well, I love that story because it's like, I feel like everyone has done that thing where you've like lied to your parents or you've like lied to someone and they like immediately start like following. I mean, like, or, or like when you're like a little kid yeah. and like, so, like someone like asks you like a fucking, you know, I don't know, like, yeah, uh, it happened just, to me so many times. I was such a little liar, um, yeah. and I, I got caught ninety nine percent of the time. Me in my too. Stupid little lies. I was a total liar. Yeah, I was a bad liar. Is the truth. <laughs> I wanted to be a good liar, but I was a bad one. Um, what about? Did you guys speaking of Home Alone? <laughs> and maybe I don't know. Maybe this is just me. But when were we? Speaking? I went earlier when we were doing the. Uh, um, uh, but uh, I, I did go through a very brief phase where I wanted to like prank my parents. Did you ever want to prank your folks when you were a kid? My, my parents, like they never seemed game. Mm. With my shenanigans, <laughs> like, like, like for like, I mean, I, I love my parents, and then they're great, but like, mm -hmm. they never were like silly, or at least when I was like younger, like, very rarely they would like be in on the joke. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that's more of like a thing now that we're like adults. Mm -hmm. Um, so. I would just be like, that's just going to make them mad or, <laughs> or something like, you know? Yeah. Well, I thought it would be a great idea. One time I had a babysitter and, uh, she put me to bed and closed the door and I had like this big, like Atlas, like this, like, you know, big Atlas book. And I put it by the door and I covered it with ice 
so that by the time my parents got home, it would be super slippery. And they would slip on the book. The book? Coming into my room. This was my little kid brain idea. Jesus. Anyways, they were just really mad that I ruined the book because that's all that happened. I bet. It was just a waterlogged book on the floor when they walked in. (laughs) But also, Allie, did you you say if you've pranked your parents or something? I can't remember. Uh, I would just do like annoying things. Like I didn't wear socks as a kid. Like I didn't like how they felt. And I, I had to wear like big, like either galoshes or there was a period of time where I wore these like huge snowboarding boots that were like way too big for me. And I, my parents bought them for me like at a shoe store like a sporting goods store but they were like I don't know like a men's size 8 or something or something I don't know they were like ridiculously big but I wanted to wear them but anyways I didn't wear socks so like my feet were always really stinky <laughs> so better <I'd>, scotch <laughs> yeah <I'd, laughs> yeah not much has changed uh but I remember, like, we we had, like, the the vents in the back seat for the car, and I'd, I'd put my feet on them, so then it would, like, circulate through <laughs> the whole car. <laughs> and I remember that pissed off my family. But, like, I'm sure I did other stuff. I was, like, a jokester, like, but I can't remember. <laughs> I, I, I didn't do too many pranks necessarily that I can remember. I do remember one time I had a shirt that was like, had a bunch of, if you can imagine, you know, like those like clip buttons, like not like buttons that you put through a hole, but like, you know, buttons. Snaps. Snaps. So like, imagine it was like uh, a bunch of like foliage, like plants and stuff and with like snaps in like random places. And then a bunch of like literally like bug toys that look like real bugs that you could like snap anywhere on the shirt. <laughs> That's cute. And so How one old time, you? oh, I must have been really young. I was probably six or something like that. Okay, okay. And um, it was a kid shirt, definitely like a kid novelty, novelty shirt. Anyways, one time I took this the spider one and hit it somewhere and scared our uh, house cleaner so much that she quit. <gasps> Oh no! Is that true? This is a story told to me. This is a story told to me by my parents. So this is not something I remember. This is just something that they told me happened. So I'll take it at their word. It may or may not be elaborate. Maybe that was like the last straw. Oh, perhaps. Okay. All right. I I don't know why. I just got reminded of the weirdest story. All right. One time, I was in Johannesburg when I was five years old with my cousin Claude, who was four. And we were like staying with his family. And when I was a little kid, I never took naps. I just like would wake up in the morning and I'd be up and then I'd go to sleep at night. Like I I never ever wanted to take a nap. I never wanted to go to sleep. And it was me and my cousin Claude and the, the nanny. And she was like mean and like scary. And I was like kind of afraid of her. I was only five years old. So she's like, you guys are going to take a nap. And I was like, he's four. So in my head, I'm like, yeah, he takes a nap. He's fucking four. Like, I'm five. Are you kidding, you kidding me right now? Like, are you taking a nap? And she's like, go in there and take a nap. And I was like afraid of her. So I was like laying in the bed. And 
I was like laying in there and just like fucking the kid like immediately fell asleep and I was just laying there and I really had to go to the bathroom, but I was like afraid to like go out of the, I was like, well, if I leave the room, she's going to yell at me. So in my five-year-old brain, I literally just like got down on my knees and like peed under the bed (laughs) and just like peed all under the bed (laughs) and then finished and then got back into bed and it, was never ever br- like never came, wow. never brought up ever. You got away with it. I guess so. That's how but, I felt. I was like, I yeah. hope I get away with this. Like I'm doing and the wrong did. thing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's. I've had mean, scary babysitters, and it really sucks. So I'm sorry yeah. you went through that, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, like thinking back on it, if I was five, for me to pee under the bed, she must have been pretty scary. Yeah. To me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I remember, I, I I think we just had one babysitter. Her name was Mona. She was like an old grandma. And I was pretty young when she watched us. But I remember... Like, we'd always go to Blockbuster when she'd watch us, like, over the weekend. And we watched Mars Attack. Oh, awesome. Or Mars Attacks or whatever at her house. And I always thought, I think, like, as I got older, I was like, I was way too young to watch that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she shouldn't have let me watch that. I watched Predator with a babysitter. And that I was way too young for but I was so stoked on it when I watched it. And she was like really scared and I felt really cool. And like I was not scared even though I was a young kid. I I truly don't think, I mean, I guess there's like some very specific things that like kids shouldn't see. But like in terms of all the fucking great movies, like fucking mm-hmm. Friday the 13th and Terminator and like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's like just let the kids watch them because mm-hmm. every single person that like, it, like they, we've all grown up it doesn't have any relation to anything. Like we're all fine. Literally, you know what I mean? Like I watched yeah, I'm a lot fine. of horror movies like with my dad and I was like so fucking afraid of the dark and like paranoid and like looked outside yeah. my window like every night before I went to bed. Like and I'm still paranoid. <laughs> So I, th- I, think. I think you got to read the room a little bit. If your kid is into it, that's one thing. But yeah. if you're like being like, no, you're going to sit here and you're going to watch it. Like, keep your eyes open. I wasn't like forced <laughs> to watch anything. Like I, I was, I, I like wanted to watch all the scary movies and I still like, you. sometimes I'll watch like a fucked yeah. up movie and I'll still have like a bad dream or something, which is not that bad. Yeah. When I was like seven or eight, I saw The Exorcist and it scared the fuck out of me and that night I had nightmares Mm -hmm. and it's like I know this is like a bullshit nostalgia thing but it's like part of me is like yeah but that also is like a part of life like or Mm -hmm. growing up like you see a scary movie and you have to like process it and Mm -hmm. realize it's make believe and it's I I, I don't know like it's you know it, it you know I saw um aliens as a kid and did not know what I was watching. I didn't know the name of it. I didn't know anything. But what stuck in my head was Bishop being sliced in half. And Fuck I remember yeah. that image just being like burned into my head. 
Yeah. And then later being like in the library in my school or something, like I always used to like find like drawing books, like that would teach you how to draw. And I found one with a drawing of a xenomorph. I was like, oh, really? that's the thing from that like movie that I watched. And like it wasn't until later that I found out what Alien was and, and the whole series. Whoa. Yeah. And there's and, a and drawing I'll- somewhere that I did, like a, I tried to copy that drawing of the xenomorph before I even knew what it was. That's awesome. Nice. And also things like that, like getting sliced in half, those are terms that little kids know. And like they, they all, that's the shit that they talk about. You know what I mean? Like if you listen to their like fantasies and when they're like talking to kids and they're like, and then I'm going to go over here and like, we're going to like, just like destroy the dragon and like cut his head off. And you you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like, they're already like in these fans, you know, it's like, you don't have to pretend like that. It's not there. It's like, we're humans and we like, weird crazy stories of shit that does you know you know or not necessarily I don't know whatever no it's true I mean I loved horror books and stuff as a kid and so it was just natural for me to progress into horror movies what were you gonna say Allie well it's completely off topic great (laughs) yeah let's change the topic I I was hot topic because you mentioned or yeah just speaking of like slicing in half or getting sliced in half that reminds me of, I don't think I told you this story, but uh, just to protect the identity of the person we live with, the, you know, people we live with on the, our property. Okay. The other family. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Because it's an embarrassing story. Okay. Well, we know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy who lives on our property, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Yeah, so our our road was like extremely frozen this winter. Just so to drive down it, maybe I did tell you guys. I can't remember. Well, people like every year fly off our road. You know, it's super icy and slick, and Dang. it's yeah. So he flew off our road, and uh, I don't think I know. He got he <laughs> he's fine, but he got. Uh, he got his Jeep like stuck in a ditch. So our neighbor down the road was going to try to help him. So he brought out his tractor and tried to pull him out, but it was like so icy. It was hard. So he had to get like another, I don't know, bulldozer or something. I wasn't there, but, um, but anyways, while he was waiting on our neighbor, he, I guess he called a tow truck. So a tow truck came up to our icy road and tried to pull his Jeep out. And then our neighbor came back like with the other implement or whatever to try to get him. So it was our neighbor and the tow truck driver like working together to try to pull his Jeep out. And also the Jeep was like right next to our neighbor's fence and it's like a tensioned fence. So if, if it if one of the post breaks, you have to like retension the whole thing. So it's just, just a, it's like, like a Floyd Rose watch. guitar. Yeah, but it's it's not, it wasn't like a danger issue. It was oh, kind of okay. just more like well, it, it would also fix. fuck up danger, the danger, Jeep. danger. It would fuck up the Jeep if it mm-hmm. if it you know hit the fence, and then mm-hmm. my neighbor would have to redo a portion of it. So he's trying to avoid that. But I guess he got into like a fight with the tow truck driver. He's like, "No, you can't. You can't do it like that. You gotta do it like this." And Wait, who, who got into work. a fight? The neighbor. Our neighbor. Property? Our neighbor. Oh, the, who oh, was, the neighbor. Yeah, who was trying to help 
Okay, okay. Yeah. And uh, I just remember, because we, you know, heard the story, like, retold. But I guess our neighbor was like, uh, you have no idea what you're doing. Don't try to threaten me. I can break you in two or something like that. <laughs> but he, or he said, like, I'll break you in two. Like, I'll break you. And, like, all, all these guys up here are pretty much just, like, big kind of mountain men, you know, like, but, loggers and stuff. But do they actually fight? They didn't fight. But so then when he said, I'll break you in two, then, uh, yeah. <laughs> Is it stupid that I'm avoiding his name? No, no, no. It's fine. Okay. Well, anyways, but this person. So our our friend was just like, "Hey, guys, like, yeah, it's okay." <laughs> yeah. Like, pretty much got got in between them. Yeah. But I just thought that was so funny. Like, <laughs> and I our neighbor is like so nice, and I just can't imagine, like, yeah, him saying that. Like, I'll break you in two. But but also like, the neighbor in all the neighbor but the neighbor says I'll break you in two. Mm-hmm. To, the to the tow, tow truck, truck driver. driver, but also the neighbor like has no skin in the game. The neighbor like well, what? Does, why is they, his, fence, why? his fence will be destroyed if the tow truck oh, does it wrong. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. And also, he was already there trying to help, so he's like invested yeah. at that point. That's funny. I just love that that uh, threat. I'll break you break in two, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no one asked me about my day. How was your day, Wally? Hold on one sec. Bad. No, I'm just joking. Continue. I'll I'll be right back. (laughs) That's a good one. Hold on one sec. Hi. I'm Allie Levine, singer and guitarist of Beekeeper. And when I'm not collecting guitars in my spare time, I like to collect vinyl records. And you know what else? Beekeeper's first record, Slaves to the Nothing, is now available on vinyl. Limited quantities, and they're going fast. So pick one up today, Slaves to the Nothing, on vinyl. Now where were we? All right, we're back. Cool. Welcome back. Thanks. Just in time so how for the was your super day, exciting Wally? story about my day. <laughs> it was fine. That's it. The end. No, I, uh, <laughs> I uh, took my bass amp in to be repaired today. It's uh, been a long time coming. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so there was my old bass amp, the uh, yeah. Ampeg SVT, which I sold. Yeah, I needed money back in December, and I sold that. May may she rest in peace. May she rest in peace. Although now she's getting, she's got a great new life with another owner. Um, That's tragic. And so now I have a new head that I got from my buddy Michael, uh, PV Mark Six, which is also really cool. Um, It's a solid state head, but it has a bunch of broken stuff. No ground pin. Uh, One of the inputs is intermittent. Shit like that. Anyways, so getting that fixed. Uh, but, uh, so I dropped that off at repair zone and I also took my guitar in my six string because the nut has like a fracture, uh, just above the, the low E. Um, and cause I'm changing the pickups. 
Um, the pickups that I have are bare knuckle aftermaths, which are very mid forward on the bass pickups on the guitar on my six string. Oh, oh, oh. Jericho. <clears throat> um, and uh, I've just been not not feeling them. And uh, the last couple of shows Fermenter has played, people have mentioned how my seven string sounds better than the six. And the seven string has Fishman Fluence Moderns in it. And uh, my six has Bare Knuckle Aftermaths. Anyways, so I uh, wanted to switch those out. I've been doing a bunch of research about guitar pickups and like what I should switch to, but I'm still really not sure. Anyways, I took it in and asked them kind of like what they had in stock and what they recommended. And they recommended a company called Lowell, I think it is. Lowell. Lowell. Hold on. It's are called... the Fishmans active? They are active. They have multiple voicings, so they can sound passive or active. They like stack the pickups vertically. It's very crazy. Yeah. Um, but you but, can't. Um, you have to get passive for the six string. I don't have to, but it's just an expensive overhaul. Um, yeah. And as far you'd as have like, to, like active, route out. Yeah, and it's like it takes batteries. Like my yeah. seven string, when I bought it, it already had it in there, so I didn't have to do any mo- modifications to it. But like I plug it in to charge, which is oh. like what I would ostensibly want to do for my six string if I was going to do that. Well, that seems like not as intense. Actually, I I I did say you have to route it out to to have you know the active, but you don't have to because I had a passive guitar with active pickups and. A battery was just in the, uh, yeah, in the under, compartment uh, the under the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes there will be space enough for a battery. Yeah. Um, the seven string, the guy had to route out where the pickup actually sits. Oh yeah, because there yeah, wasn't yeah, enough yeah. space for it. Yeah, yeah. And they did a pretty jank job, but you know uh, it works. Uh, ultimately, I would probably put a set of passives in the seven string. Um, but the six uh, string, yeah. No, in the seven. Uh, also, uh, oh, Lawler. passive. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Lawler pickups. L-O-L-L-A-R. And I had never heard of these, Lawler. And the guy was really pushing. It's not Lawler. Lawler. No, it's not Lawler. It's not Lawler. It's not any of those things. It's Lawler. At least but you know, it. I do find it a little funny mm-hmm. that you get rid of the SVT Classic, which sounds shitting fucking rad. Mm-hmm. And then you use the other amp, and then you have to take this amp in to get repaired too. Well, it already you know? needed repair. Well, it it didn't. It wasn't in the the amount of disrepair that the other the, the other one was no, just the other one was a state of hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It wasn't about disrepair. The SVTCL frequently needed the tubes repaired for whatever reason, which is a $300 tube replacement. Yeah, so but also that... It's $150 that I'm going to pay to have this solid-state amp worked on once and then hopefully never have to work on it again because it has no tubes. Yeah, and also the SVT, that was a problem that couldn't be diagnosed. Um... I mean, to me, the problem was that I continued to gig with it and it would get jostled and knocked over and all kinds of shit. And it just wasn't that, I don't know if it was that particular head or what, but it was not conducive to that lifestyle and frequently broke for that reason. I believe with its new owner, it's been fine. So who's to say? Um, well, that's because... But, uh, I, hold on. A, a, I like the new I like the new head very much. I like how it sounds. 
I, I don't expect to have to continue to bring it over and over again to work, get worked on. When I bought it, it had some stuff, these things wrong with it that needed to be fixed in the first place, which I knew. So now I'm just getting that done so I don't have to worry about it again. Just for yeah. the record. All right. <laughs> also, uh, the SCTCL I- is 100 pounds. <laughs> No, I know, but I just, because I thought what happened was like at all points in time, there was one, like, you know, every time you get it fixed and then the next guy would be like, oh, I realized like there was also another tiny little preamp tube that was broken. And and like, so I feel like at the end, they had finally all been fixed, which is why it it probably continues to be. No, that's not true. No, There were screen resistors um, is what he kept replacing. Um, But every time it was something else. Like sometimes it was another screen resistor, sometimes it was one of the preamp tubes, sometimes it was the power tubes. But if it was ever any of the tubes, it was always an expensive replacement. Um, and uh, you know, I was able to sell that for a thousand plus, and I bought my current head for two hundred dollars, and it sounds almost as good. So it's like, and it's a fraction of the size, fraction of the weight, um, and. Uh, yeah, you know, eventually I might get an SVT again, like to have for studio use or whatever. But it, it you know, I needed to pay my bills, so uh, I had to get rid of it. Um, but uh, I'm very happy with with the new one and how it sounds. Um, yeah, I'm the 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 reason I'm swapping pickups out of my guitar has nothing to do with that with that amp. Um, I'm just doing it at the same time. Dylan and I are taking a uh, musical break at the moment. Um, for his, uh, uh, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but oh yeah, sure. Um, uh, so I've developed what's technically called uh, Decor Veins tenosynovitis, which is a very specific uh, type of tendonitis, which is essentially the tendons that come up here to your thumb and up here to your uh, forefinger are sort of very much connected. And they work together and essentially throughout my tendons, I've developed scar tissue from overuse. So uh, since I've realized that I've had this problem, because essentially what I used to do was like use my hands as fucking battering rams. And sometimes if, oh, I have a stick right here. So what I would do is like, you know, I'd have good form and then if I'd get tired or like I was sweating or the stick was going to fall out of my hand, I would clench and I'd go like this and I would literally hold it like a fucking hammer and I would just hit it like that, which isn't good for your wrist at all. So ever since then, I have realized uh, all the bad technique that I was doing and have corrected that. Which is why it's funny enough that actually I don't really get any pain while I play the drums. It's more just like when I do other things. So uh, I'm, you know, I'm also a, a bar. I work behind a bar at a bartender. <laughs> at a bartender, Jesus. Uh, so you know, if I lift things or literally every morning, I would be woken up by grabbing the sheets and like any sort of pulling motion be really painful. So I have, since my entire life is my hands, I have full-fledged gone 100% into solving this problem. So I've gone to the doctor. I now see a physical therapist every week 
who we do specific exercises every single day. I have a list of exercises that I do, all sorts of things. I ice my wrists. I have, I sleep with this thing on my hand. I have also like other sort of compression like things. When I play the drums, I use compression gloves. Um, and also right now I'm not really playing the drums except for also Wally. I forgot. I literally am doing a, uh, a Stifler's mom show on May 9th, which I forgot that I had agreed to. So I, I have to play the drums, but it's fine. But it's just, you know, but I'm like pretty much taking a break from drumming except for that show and um, doing my exercises and every single time I'm like warming up and I'm stretching. And so uh, it's sort of like a reality check of, you know, the shit doesn't last forever. You have to take care of it. And what sucks is also it's like I like to work out and lift weights, but I haven't been able to really do anything because my tendonitis has been bad. So then you get weaker because you can't use your hands. So, you know, now everything's getting better. I'm getting stronger with my hands and I'm doing exercises and, you know, so we're on a, yeah. a good path. Um, and also I'm very, very sensitive about it. It's not like I'm like in agony pain, like trying to lift things. It's more just like, Hey, why am I noticing any discomfort in my wrist? You know? So I'm, I'm trying to be as, uh, you know, proactive about this as possible, but, um, yeah, kids, yeah, you gotta be great. careful. Yeah. Yeah. Invest in your, you know, it's like when I, uh, at our last show, I was talking to people, trying to convince them to take our earplugs because I we give out free earplugs at our shows. Yeah, yeah. And it's like trying to convince people to protect their ears, and I and I was one of those people. So I feel like I've been converted, and so now I try and you know pass on the 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 conversions to other people to convince them to protect their ears. It's similar. It's like if you feel like something is wrong, like you should be you should be taking care of that. If your ears are ringing or or having pain at shows, like you should be doing something to prevent that. If you your wrist is hurting, you know, whether it's while you're playing guitar or, or, you know, whatever, like you should find a way to, to try and rectify that and circling back. That's why we're taking a break from playing music right now so that you can rest your hand a bit other than your show. Um, and so because of that, I was able to take my stuff in to get repaired, uh, since we have some time, uh, uh before I'll need it again. So we'll see. Um, but also just about the pickups, uh, it's still a big question mark. Uh, apparently he's going to talk to this company, um, Lawler, and they're going to give me a recommendation. I did check out some of their stuff and it does sound cool, but, um, you know, listeners send me your recommendations. Um, I'm very interested. Demarzio just released a new pickup. Uh, called the Fortitude that I'm very interested in, uh, but it's only a bridge pickup and they don't do seven strings. Yeah, you can always contact us at talktobeekeeper at gmail.com. Yeah, email Sorry, us at talk to, talk to beekeeper at gmail.com. You can send us questions, send us recommendations for pickups for me. I'm surprised you eventually want to switch out the Fishman's for passive. I guess because people say, you know, because they have something to compare it to, the, the seven string sounds better than the six string. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, but the, to me, playing the seven string, it feels like, a, even on the passive setting, it feels like I'm playing an active pickup. It's just very, very compressed. Um, oh, okay. And um, I just, uh, 
I don't know. I just don't particularly want that. I have a compressor if I need one. Um, and in general, I just want more versatility out of the pickups, more expression. Um, the seven string doesn't have a neck pickup and between those two voicings, like it's just like compressed or more compressed. Um, so I don't feel like I have a lot of tonal options on the seven string. I do on the six, um, I can coil tap and I have the, the blend between the pickups and like a tone knob. Um, uh, but those pickups in general are just very like, and I've been reading and everyone's just like, yeah, this is the most mid forward pickup I've ever played. And I was, I think at the time I was just like, these are the pickups that Gorguts uses, so they must be good. And mm. that's why I got them. Um, but sort of now having played them for a while, um, and I also played the War Pig, which I got from you, Allie, which is a, a cool pickup, but very high output. Um, yeah. I, I just, I think I want a, a, like, not as balls to the wall pickup because my amp is already very, uh, like, extremely high gain. So, like, I don't need a pickup that's going to hit it super hard at the front. You know, it's like, it's already going to be very distorted. Um, mm. So, like, the Fortitude has, like, a more, like, vintage voicing. Um, but it's like four, it's still four metal. Um, so I might try that out, but yeah. Anyways, that's what I did today. And then I came here and worked on Beekeeper, uh, most of the day, new mixes. So that's so cool. You can go into your office and do that. Yeah. It's weird, um, to like feel so at home here. Um, and like, <laughs> it's like, I just have everything I could want, you know? So I'm just crossing my fingers. I don't, uh, you know, ever lose it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, that was my day. Allie, uh, I got hit up recently by my buddy Scruffy who plays in Mother Speed. He was the bassist mm. for Mother Speed mm. saying that oh. he lives, he was like, did you know that your record label is based out of my house? He's like, I live with Andrew Bonsall. He's my roommate. And oh, right no now, way. Andrew Andrew is on tour with Exodus, so Scruffy is, or Anthony, is shipping out all of the orders for Metal Assault. Oh my god! Which is like so such funny. a small world. It's so, so weird. weird. Yeah, yeah. Very, very weird. Um, but I thought that was so cool. Was he from, or like, did you know he lived in LA? Or? Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. he lived oh, yeah. there when I lived there. Um... Yeah, when even when Mother Speed was still a band, he was he was living in LA when I was. Uh, yeah. I mean, technically Mother Speed is still a band. Um, but uh we haven't played in like 10 years. <laughs> but um yeah, so so funny um that they live together. I mean, it makes sense. They they have uh, some similar musical tastes and stuff, so. But they didn't live there. They are he, they didn't live together when we went to Andrews, right? No. No, no. At that point, no, he's was, got a new place. Yeah. Mm. But Dylan, that means you must have went to that house. I did. And so, did you meet his roommates? Oh, actually, also no, I did not. But also, this is a good. This is a good thing to wrap up. Um, wrap up. I to yes to wrap this idea up. Relax. Um, yeah. Last episode, I talked about. Winning a ride symbol, was it a competition? Uh, was yes. it a ra straight raffle? Uh -huh. Which one was it? So I drove up to LA to Andrew's new place to A, get my ride symbol that I won. 
and also to grab some more fermenter CDs because we had sold out. <laughs> and um, uh, when I was there, I was like, hey, also, Andrew, this is really stupid, but the <laughs> raffle, was it like a raffle? Like, did you pick like a name out of a hat or was it just sort mm-hmm. of like you just chose like a drummer like or like the best drummer or whatever? <laughs> and he goes, uh, no, it was a straight raffle. He's like, you won. And I was like, oh, okay. I thought it was like a drumming competition or something. And he, and he literally like pretty much quoted you all. He's like, are you kidding me? I wouldn't like pit like bands of mine on the same <laughs> label to get uh, like against each other. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. Did you say, yeah, Allie? I did. You were so- Kick that, Allie. In your face. In your face. <laughs> Wally, always a gracious winner. I never get to win. Uh, well, that's great. Uh, yeah. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> um, but uh, how? How? You know, tell the listeners, Dylan. What do you think of your new? Uh, what's it called? Mega Bell. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's it's um, a twenty-two inch ride from the company Orion. It's their Mega Bell ride. Uh, I just actually recorded with it two weeks ago with. Um, a band called Endless Nameless, sort of like a hardcore punk crust thing. Very cool. Uh, it's a very loud, very pingy ride. Um, it's going to be very, I'm excited to, uh, I, I can't remember if I've used it live yet or not. Uh, I think you used it at uh, Soda Bar for the Fermenter show. Oh yeah, yeah. I used it live. Yeah, it, it's nice and loud live, but I, I still like my other ride, which is a Minel Soundcaster 20 inch. That's like that's more, you know, fine tuned, like little mini. And this and the other one's more like, you know. So now I've got the sure. full gamut. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, <laughs> I uh, was gonna suggest mind meld. Well, What's it doesn't that? really work with the timing because we can't do a one two. What three were you go, gonna suggest? Um, well, uh, one that I was playing the other day is just something that my friend called bands, um, where it's really just, you pick a letter and then you try and say as many bands as you can of the letter, like going around until. I thought we did that. Well, I, I'm not saying we haven't done it. I'm just saying that I don't remember if we did it or not, but. Okay. Or we could do like alphabetical. Um, well, the idea is like if you do A, then we have to try. We all try and do as many A bands as possible because okay. it's easy to do it alphabetical. All right, easy. Allie, choose the letter. A. All right, all right and, you go and, first. And what order are we going, though? Me, Wally, Dylan. Great. Okay. At the gates. Uh, as I lay dying. AFI. Acid Witch. Um, Amen Ra. What? You never heard that band? ACDC. ABBA. Annihilator. Amon Amarth. Angel Witch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Oh my God. Adam, or yeah, Adam Ant. <laughs> Atreyu. 
Anthrax. Are you looking at your phone, motherfucker? I, no. God damn it. <laughs> Is this you being antagonistic for the laughs again, Dylan? Yeah. <laughs> goes over, goes over Ali really was well. Ali is literally just like anthrax. <laughs> um, Ace of Base. Um, Ace Freely solo project. I guess. Yeah, sure. What was that band that sounds like death that Corey Crawford showed us? <laughs> no, they sound Atheist? like King Diamond. Attic. Oh, I wasn't thinking of that, but yeah, sure. Or no, no, no. The what was that? Oh no, it sounded like Pantera. Oh, oh. oh. Uh, uh, they were just on tour. There's uh, an A, right? Sub, <laughs> sub something. No, no. I, don't think, I don't think it starts with an A. The album of there's a slaughter in the Vatican and the name of the band is fuck. <laughs> yeah. It starts with an A. <sighs> it doesn't, it doesn't I'm know. using my phone for the zoom. Somebody Google slaughter in the Vatican. Well, this is cheating. I'll, I'll, I'll do, I'll do another. Uh, well, I a. say attic. Okay. But it was my exhorter turn. with an E. Oh, exhorter. Oh, exhorter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it wasn't an A. Um, let's see. A, A, A. A. I mean, like... Should we move on? Well, no, it's just like... Can, like because uh, honestly, my ace freely should have been bullshit <laughs> because because it's like we can't say like because then it's like can we say individual artists like that's not a band yeah. like can you say oh. Ali Alicia Keys oh, yeah. like yeah, that's that, not yeah, a I think so I think so I think artists would count personally I think so but whatever well I was gonna say Adele but that's yeah see I think that's fine musical project whoa, whoa. what. Uh, paranormal activity. Activity. I did not say it. Like you that. totally did. Okay, well, how about that? Dylan, are you okay? Are, yeah, are you are you okay? Uh, yeah, but Abby, like, are you okay? Yeah. Ooh, alien ant farm. <laughs> What's wrong, Dylan? Um, Can you not see? Did the recording like, fail? I don't know. Like all of a sudden now the wave, like I was looking at the waveform of like the whole two hours and now the whole two hours is gone except for like the last five minutes. Okay. But we'll I have see what happens when it stops. You're fine. Just, just leave it be, but I haven't Whatever done happens, anything. Happens. I know. I'm sure it's fine. It's probably just a visual glitch. It's okay. Visual I thought glitch. like something medically was going on with you. You're just like, <laughs> Whoa. Good guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what about uh, different game? <laughs> um, I like that game. Uh, you like that game? All right. Let's Here do one go. more. Let's do another letter. I'm down to do one more. It's, it's a little bit dry is all. Cool. My only issue with the game. Okay, we can do another. 
Let's do one more round. We'll do one more round and we'll move on and maybe we'll try something else. Okay, Wally, choose a letter. S. Sabaton. Slayer. Slipknot. Saxon. Sodom. Sepultura. Beep, beep. No. <laughs> okay, then uh, how long do uh, we give it? Uh, 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 Sia. <laughs> That's a band. Cheryl Crow. Seven Dust. Oh. Damn it. I was going to say Avenge. <laughs> I was going to say Avenge Seven. <laughs> I've got one. I feel like there's so many. There's That's so great, many, but Dylan. pick one. Which one are you going to do? No, I, there's so many, but I can't, nothing comes mm. to mind. Okay. There's so many, I just can't choose. They're all so good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's uh, do a different game. Uh, I was going to recommend we play press conference where uh, one person is a celebrity and the other two people know what celebrity that person is, but that person doesn't know. And so then they ask that person questions to try and lead them into figuring out who they are. Does that make sense? Yeah, but... Yeah, but. So two people... Two so people know. Allie, you should you should give the press conference, and we'll ask you questions, and then you got to guess who you are. But how are you guys you both gonna know? I'm gonna text Dylan who uh, the celebrity okay. is. Okay. Uh, uh, Here we go. Well, okay. You don't like that, Dylan? Well, oh, I'm just, you can't. So how can I send it to you in the chat? Allie, don't Allie, just just take your headphones off for two seconds. Oh, that works. That's a great idea. Okay, go. Uh, Try not to hear. Adam say Sandler. Say it quickly. Great. Did you say it? Great. Got it. Cool. Sorry. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> that probably wasn't the best way to do it. That works. That works. I could have just turned down my headphones. <laughs> All right. Um, question, oh question, God. question. Over here, over here. Question, question, question. Over yeah, here, you, over here. You in the weird shirt with Thank the you. thing that... Would you like some hummus? What? No, thank you. You would not like hummus. Okay. Thank, okay. Um, uh, oh, God. No, you got to say question, question, question no, over I, here. Over I here. just am realizing I'm not very good at this. Uh, question, question over here. 
Yeah, you. Uh, with, with the, the sweaty success, armpits. With, with the success of your last movie with the <laughs> Safdie brothers, uh, what, what, what do you plan for your next movie? Adam Sandler. Wow, way to oh, give it away! Like whatever. so easy. I, I didn't think it was that easy. I didn't. I don't even know who who that is. I just, I just know, you know. All right, Wally, you're giving the press conference. Fucking movie. I like that movie. You okay, Ali? Yeah. Can you just hold on one sec? Sure. Over here, over here. Given that your name rhymes with Schmadam Blandler. <laughs> I, I, I realized in that moment, I was like, oh no, I don't have any good questions. But also it's like, you know, the first round. You know, what, my next question was going to be, what was what is Drew Barrymore like in real life? That's a good one. I'll try and be a little more obscure next. We'll never hear that one. All right. Well, you could do it if it's E.T. How about that? Okay, okay, okay. Um, so... Who's the celebrity? Let me be the celebrity this time. All right. Take okay, off your headphones. Okay, bye. Bye. I love Lucy. Is that what you said? Lucille Ball? I didn't say anything. Lucille Ball. Okay, great. Okay, good. We're good. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Anyone May else? I ask you a question? Does anyone else have a question? I I need to ask you this. All right, fine. You. What's with the bandana? With the weird thing behind you. What's with the bandana? Well, I it's part of my brand. It is. Question. But, question. Okay. Question. Thank question. You. Uh, yes. Uh, you with the hair. Have you ever considered going back to working at an assembly line? Um, I have, but I'm pretty rich now, so I don't need to do that. Okay. Uh, Question. Yes, you with the hair. Thank you. I like your hair, too. Oh, it's well, very, you. uh, colorful. Hmm. I was going to ask about the production line also. <laughs> okay. Uh, where do you get, you've had so many careers in, in your life. Um, <laughs> what's next? I, uh, <laughs> I guess I'll continue being a musician. Ooh, that's, that's an interesting Qu- question, one. Question, 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 question. You with the hair. What, what was it like, um, you know, uh, creating and, and garnering a multicultural household? I was very fulfilling, but I barely remember it. Uh, question, question, over here. <laughs> yes, you there. Um, so we've all seen your love of stomping grapes. Do you have uh, any plans <laughs> to start a wine company? Stomping grapes. Uh, I, um, I, d- I don't have any plans for that, but... Um, you know, I question, 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 thank question. God. Yes, you. Okay, uh, when you were in middle school, did you ever get made fun of for your last name? Because it's like classic middle school making fun of territory. Oh, um, boy, I I don't know. I guess uh, <laughs> being you know growing up in the sixties. It was a weird time. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> Were people nicer uh, to children in the 
sixties. <laughs> am I, I, I am I anywhere? Yes, you. Uh, you've had such a long running career doing the same thing with the same. Earlier, you said partner. Many different things. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, you had, you had a career, and you had many careers inside a career. Um, gosh, I am really struggling. Um, I, I don't want to give it away. Yeah. Uh, question, 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 question. Yes, you. Okay. How do you feel about the word splaining? I guess I must really like it if you're asking me about it, but I don't remember. I, I assumed you would like the word splaining. Splaining. I feel like you hear it a lot. Do I? Question, question. Explaining something to yeah. you? Gosh, I hope I know who yeah. this person is question. that I am. Yes. You, you've trademarked splaining and also <laughs> where. Do you have any uh, merchandise opportunities that you're going to roll out soon? Um, yeah, I have uh, NFTs of my viral video where I say splainin'? <laughs> I don't know who I am. I don't know. I think I have to give up. I have no idea who this is. Oh, no, I have a question. Yes, you with the hair. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> how does it feel to finally be in color after all these years of black and white? Question, question, question. Yes, you... Oh, did you like the scene in Rat Race when Cuba Gooding Jr. met a million of you on the bus? Yes, and I love that scene because I love Lucy. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Gosh, what's her last name? Lucy. Lucille, Lucille Ball. Ball. Okay. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. I literally. Really I, I, I really struggled with that. You like took off your headphones and Dylan. I don't know if he said something, but I was like, did you say Lucille Ball? And he was like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. I, when you said bandana, I started thinking Axl Rose and I couldn't oh, yeah. think of him. <laughs> well, he's also a redhead. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, you guys did a great job. I, I just struggled. All right, Dylan, All right. do you want to try and go? Taking him off. Okay. Allie, what should we do here? How Did about, you say Desi Arnaz? I don't know who that is. How about Steven That's Spielberg? I I don't really know anything about Steven okay. Spielberg. Okay, how about uh, Phil and... Uh, how about... Uh, uh, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's going to be too, too easy. obvious. <laughs> Let's just try. Let's I'll just try, yeah. try to make it. Okay. Thank okay. you for coming to my press conference. <laughs> I will be taking questions. I think um, it is too. Uh, uh, right here. Yes, you, Jumbo, over there. What, what Sharon, can I do for you? Is Sharon Stone nice in person? Um, yeah, she's a delight. Absolutely a delight. Yes, Jumbo again. Um, 
do you still like to box? Of course I like boxing. It makes me feel alive. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I am Hillary Swank. I don't know why you say that. That's a very strange thing for you to say. <laughs> okay, that was a test. You see, that's my code word to make sure I'm not dreaming, is every day I say, I'm Hillary Swank, and then people will answer normally, and I know I'm not dreaming. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jumbo, I'm going to take a break from you. Yeah. Uh, how's it going over there? The woman with the overlit face. <laughs> Overlipped. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Also, you're being cut off, Allie. I know. I just, I feel I chose I chose you, and I, <laughs> <laughs> everything I'm thinking of is so obvious. Yeah, it is so a tough I'm one not trying, to be obvious about, but but he yeah. hasn't gotten it yet, so I think we're okay. Sharon Stone. Everything I can think of is just very. Uh, is whenever too, you're ready, I'll I'll have another question for you. All right, Jumbo, take another swing. Do you prefer having, or do you prefer being in dramas like you used to, or do you like being in more comedies like you started doing? Question. Why Halle Berry? Question. It's a weird thing to ask. What do you What do you think about that mole on your face? Do you like it? Did, Cindy so Crawford. Ha- have you wanted <laughs> to chop it off in the past? Uh. First of all, that is rude. Okay. Very rude. Uh, the, my mole it's, is It's part iconic. Of me. What are you talking about? I have a question. Yes, please. Do you really talk like that all the time, or do you just put that on for movies? Oh. <laughs> do I go hee hee? <laughs> what? I mean, do it right now, and we'll say if you do. Hee hee. Nope, you don't. Uh, Does okay. Michael Jackson have a mole? <laughs> I think so. I think he had like a beauty mark. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I, I was I was just having a, a senior moment there, and I uh, yeah. You definitely would yeah, be having sorry. a senior moment at your age. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. Allie. <laughs> Question. Or I mean. Question. Yes. Uh, are all your cars green? All my cars green. <laughs> well, they were all green uh, until I bought the new Hummer H4. Hmm. 1.2 miles to the gallon. <laughs> Get at me. Um, so, no, they're not green anymore. Hmm. You've been squibbed so many times in your career. What do you think of being squibbed so many times in your career. <laughs> am I am I Sean Bean? Nope. You aren't. <laughs> Give me something. I don't know. All right. Um, Everything is so obvious. Are you just I... best friends with Martin Scorsese or what? As I remember it, you went to Martin Scorsese's bedside when he was laid up in the hospital after almost overdosing and told him he better make this movie now. Well, being Robert De Niro, I thought that was a crazy moment. That is correct. Oh my God. Sharon Stone. What's Sharon Stone? Casino. Uh. I was trying to go not too easy because you yelled at me earlier. 
I invite yeah. all viewers to go back and see me not yelling. <laughs> that was I perceived a bad, I perceived bad choice on my end. Well, this has been a wonderful episode of Bee's Company, and we thank you all for joining us here tonight or Aww. day. If we want, we could keep going. What do you say, listeners? Should we keep going? <laughs> Sounded like a resounding maybe. Allie, Dylan, how are we feeling? feel like, unfortunately, this episode of Bee's Company has come to a close. Well, thanks for <laughs> tuning in to Bee's Company, <laughs> your beekeeper podcast. Don't forget to check out our other episodes on our official YouTube page. And go to Beekeeper Metal for all our merch and all our music. And you can stream all of it on Spotify and Apple Music and Tidal and everywhere else. You get both your music and your podcasts. So stay tuned for our next Bees Company, which will be coming out soon. And we will see you in the future. Bye. Bye.